Hello and welcome back to Weekly MTG. We have a great show for you today. Yes. We are doing an arena focused show and we have a lot to talk about. We've got Ikoria Arena events and more, as you can see at the and bottom. More. So oh, much more. So much more. <laughs> um, so we've got uh, Andy on the program today who's going to he he does a lot of the event management so he's going to talk about that um as you've seen elsewhere we're going to have a little bit of historic news uh news about the format historic not necessarily like news of a historic variety but it, it could be that be. it could be it could be we have no way of really knowing we don't yeah. um and my cat's gonna sit at the door and has to be let out that's all Amazing. gonna happen on today's episode of weekly mtg but first Steve does the news. I do. I have some news today. Uh, this week was the announcement of a uh, of the new season of Red Bull Untapped. Uh, for those of you in the know, Red Bull Untapped was a Magic the Gathering Arena, uh, a tournament played on Magic the Gathering Arena. It's coming back $200,000 in prize, prize pool. Uh, an international tournament uh, takes place on May 16th, and there are already, uh, registration for qualifiers has already started. You can go to Melee, M-E-L-E-E dot G-G, uh, to sign up for some of those qualifiers for Red Bull Untapped. It is an international tournament. You can enter. Anybody can enter. Uh, so go ahead, check it out. You can also find more information on Red Bull's gaming portal. So check that out as well. Red Bull Untapped, coming back for a second season. $200,000 prize pool. Definitely want to check that out. Yeah, and I think I saw, like, after the, even just the first two hours, there were, like, 500 people signed up for the qualifiers already. Yeah, so. yeah, it's big. So, and it's all played on Magic the Gathering Arena, uh, and we're talking, ironically, we're talking about that program today on Weekly MTG, so that's cool. Uh, but, yeah, Red Bull on top to check it out. That's the big news from this week. So, we can jump right in to what it is that we're doing, and Blake, who's our guest today again? His name is Andy. Andy, come on. There he is. Hi guys. Hey Andy, how's it going? <laughs> and bad. confession time. Uh, the reason I'm just calling you Andy, I don't actually know how to pronounce your last name properly, and I didn't want to embarrass myself. So why don't why don't you tell us which? How do you pronounce your last name, and then tell us what you actually do for Arena? Uh, my name is Andy Claudus. I am an events designer for Arena. I work on the events team. Uh, I help schedule and plan the content for the specialty events that you see coming in and out every week uh, on the platform. We try to provide a lot of different variety of game modes, and it's my job to try to make those as fun as possible for the players. Well, let's talk about those events. Let's jump right into it. Uh, first of all, thanks for joining us today, all the way from your from your home. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what let's talk about events what goes into making an event on magic the gathering arena because i don't actually know i'll be honest i don't know what goes into it i don't know how much planning goes into it so uh take us take us through it like where does the team start and then what goes into making an actual event come to life on magic arena uh, it usually starts when we are preparing the release of a new set uh, we deal with the calendar in approximately set sized chunks that's where we like to begin there's a certain amount of time that each set will be the premier set on arena and in the world. So we try to schedule out, you know, week to week, what's something new and interesting that we can show people that makes use of the cards from the new set or leans into themes from the new set or is just something that people have shown that they enjoy in the past. Once we've scheduled things out, we work with a variety of the other teams in arena to make sure that everything's functioning correctly. We have a squad of awesome 
developers who can whip up new emblem effects for us to play with, uh, create new event structures where this was not the uh, the show that we planned at the start of the day. It was, was exactly it the show that we planned. <laughs> this is to see who the true fans are that will stick with us <laughs> through computer errors. You all passed the test. Thank well you done. Thank you very much for sticking with us. With us. Appreciate because it. Because we're going to tell you things that we're not going to tell other people. And you have to now keep it between just you and us. Just the few of you who are here, we're going to tell you secrets. Andy's going to tell you all the secrets. Okay. So we were we were talking about uh, what goes into making events, and there there's a big team behind it that works behind the scenes on all this stuff. Let's go through the upcoming Ecoria events that are coming down the line. We have some graphics for you, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> given how the day is going with technical problems, not say. sure. We'll we'll find out. Uh, but let's uh, let's start off with the first Ecoria event for Arena that's coming up on May 9th. This will run between May 9th and May 11th. This is called Mountains of Mana. Andy, tell us a little bit about Mountains of Mana and sort of what it's all about, how it relates to Ikoria, what's going on. This is a format that longtime arena players have seen before. They're going to uh, be able to bring in any standard deck, but every turn, each player gets to put a treasure token into play, a token that you can sacrifice for a mana of any color. And the idea with Akoria, it's all about these big, huge monsters, these splashy effects, these gigantic multicolor cards. So what better way to move things along than just to give everybody a bunch more mana of a variety of colors. We expect the ultimatums are gonna feature heavily in this. It is gonna be big and impressive and pretty splashy. I was going to say, I like how the art for the event just tells you what you should do. Just you yeah. should cast, just Genesis Ultimatum. <laughs> there are a variety of options. Some options are more correct than others. <laughs> I mean, like it's no ultimatum. cool ultimatum. It's, it's un- not. Yeah. The ruinous ultimatum happens to also destroy all the treasures that your opponent would be storing. It, oh, God. We got it. Let's go on to the next event. Let's go on to the next event. That's next level. Stop next leveling people playing. Next leveling people. <laughs> uh, we're gonna the next the next event is going to be called Battle Royale. It takes place between May 16 and May 18. Andy, what's uh, what's the deal with Battle Royale? So this is a change of pace. Uh, you will notice across these three festival events, uh, we try to present a variety of sort of templates. Uh, with Mountains of Mana, you're bringing your own standard deck. With this, you do not have to do that. With Battle Royale, you show up. We have the deck already locked and loaded for you. This is an omniscience event. People who have played our Omniscience drafts in the past will remember this. You get to play all your cards for free. It is like the card Omniscience. The deck that you are loading up is just full of gigantic monsters. It is an event where you show up, you throw these huge monsters at each other, you see who comes out on top. It is fast and furious. This is the timmiest event that I think we have ever done. It is a lot of fun. It is an absolute riot to see these gigantic cards that you usually don't see until very late in the game or haven't been played very much because they're so expensive, but now is their time to shine. So Battle Royale, you're going to get a chance to throw some huge haymakers at everybody. Uh, it features all the science, that is to say omniscience, omniscience, and uh, you're going to get to play a lot of really great cards there. Third event, third and final event that we're going to talk about today is Clever Reflection, and that takes place between May 22nd and May 25th. Uh, what's so clever about these reflections, Andy? What's going on here? 
So this event actually will take place after our May game update, which is when Historic Anthology 3 drops. We'll be talking about that a little bit more later. But the significant part of that is that this is when Arena's focus turns back to Historic. Historic is a much bigger part of Arena during this release. So this is a Historic card pool event. You can use any cards from Arena, not just standard cards. And this is an artisan event. This is, again, you will bring your own deck, but this has much uh, much easier collection requirements. So this is a lot easier for newer players to get into, whereas the standard event uh, with the Mountains of Mana may require a lot more rares and mythics that not all players have. We like to spice up what we're asking of players, how much you need to invest in these events to have a really good time. This one is going to be a lot easier for people to get into and hopefully have a lot of fun. Amazing. And uh... I think there are some questions in chat. There are some about, questions uh, from about chat. Some stuff. Yeah. What do we got? Um, so, Andy, what do we have? What the entry is for these? Are are these free? Do they cost gold? What's the story on entry? These are the same model for festival events that we've been using for the past few sets. So, entry is going to be twenty five hundred gold or five hundred gems, and in each event, you can earn five of the showcase styles, the awesome alternate art pieces from Aquaria for various mutating monsters. Okay. Very cool. And so just to go back over those uh, those events that are coming down the line, you got Mountains of Mana, where you bring bring a deck and you get uh, treasure tokens, uh, one every turn. That's from May 9th to May 11th. Battle Royale, that's where we provide you a deck full of massive, massive monsters. Uh, and it's an omniscience event. And then you got, that's from May 16th to May 18th. And Clever Reflection from May 22nd to May 25th. That'll be a, a historic card pool event. Uh, Andy, as part of the events team, what kind of events are the most popular on Magic Arena? Like, what uh, what do you see having the most engagement? Like, what are what's really popular there? So, we get a variety of different players playing our events. Everybody likes different types of things, but the ones that are the most popular tend to be the ones that are experiences you just really can't have in other ways. We recently had Cube Sealed up for the first time on Arena, and it was hugely popular. I played so much Cube Sealed. <laughs> Surprising um, nobody. So much cube sealed. Um, omniscience drafts, uh, like I mentioned before, uh, any kind of variant draft format often gets a lot of foot traffic. Momir, the yeah. uh, specialty event where you discard a card to create a random creature of a certain cost. Uh, it has tons of people who really enjoy it. A lot of people who it frustrates sometimes, but it is uh, definitely a winner uh, when we get to run it. So it's really... The things that can't be done in other ways or you don't get to do at other times. So the Omniscience event, the Battle Royale event from this festival, if I had to guess, is probably going to see the most traffic. Awesome. Uh, you mentioned Cube. I like Cube. Blake likes Cube. There are some people in chat that like Cube. Uh, let's talk about Cube. Uh, that is that is an event that was really popular when we brought it to Magic the Gathering Arena. Uh, what What's the development process like for that? What What's the process like of bringing a cube to a platform like Magic the Gathering Arena? So we did have to do a fair amount of technical backend. Uh, the teams, all the teams that I was talking about earlier, which maybe people caught or didn't, they all helped to make sure that we could actually run a cube the way that people expect. But a lot of the work is exactly what you or anyone else who's ever done a cube thinks about, which is what cards are you going to use? We've got several years worth of cards on Arena now. We've got some extra editions from the various historic anthologies and other special 
cards that we've included. And building the cube out is just a very, it's a dedicated process where you get to invest <laughs> a lot of effort and love into the cards that you want people to get to play with and have fun with. That's got to be one of the more fun parts of your job, though, right? It is a real treat. I will not lie. Well, you know, uh, I was going to wait to tell people about this, but we do have something cube-related that is coming to Magic the Gathering Arena. Andy, what is the, that thing that's coming? So that thing is cube draft. Yes. As mentioned, we did do cube sealed earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, that was before Aquaria came out, before we had player draft into the game. Now that we've got it, we're going to use it. So the next arena cube event is going to be arena cube draft. You will sit at a table with seven other players. You will draft the deck against them. And you will get to really figure out where you want to be in that draft table. We did have conversations before this about whether we ever wanted to do cube with a bot draft and we just decided it's not worth it. We went with sealed the first time. It was really good. People really had a good time and it was as successful as we could have hoped for, but I expect that cube draft is going to be a lot more popular. We have seen that already with Aquaria coming out and offering player draft. Now, part of that was that we did give everybody a free entry into the Aquaria player draft, so we're going to run it back. Everybody's going to get their first cube draft entry for free as well. And hopefully they will get to have all the fun that we know cube can offer. And uh, cube is still, is still, you're not going to be able to keep the cards that you draft afterward. It's still a phantom event, correct? That is correct. Yeah. These packs are chock-a-block with rares. We can't give away that many cards, <laughs> but the structure will be set up so that you can still win a good amount of currency, some extra cards too, to fill out your collection. It should still be a lot of fun. So uh, that for those of you that missed it, it's Cube, uh, Cube Draft in Player Draft. So we'll be drafting against real people, and uh, that'll be a Phantom event, and you'll get to have one entry for free. Correct? That's right. Amazing. This starts on June twelfth. Amazing. So, June what can 12. players expect from uh, a Cube Draft? Is this going to be the same Cube that we saw for Cube Sealed? Are there going to be tweaks? What's going on? There are definitely changes. Obviously, Aquaria has come out. We are including a whole bunch of Aquaria cards, but we're also just including some cards that we didn't think we could do in Sealed. Some cards where you really have to draft a specialized deck around it. Um, even just a card like Benalish Marshall that costs three white mana to play. Mm -hmm. The chances that you're going to get a cube uh, sealed pool that can support something like that is just really low. We didn't even include it. But now that it's draft, now that you can try to draft that mono white deck and be able to support that and have that be the thing that you're doing. A lot of cards like that are now going to be in there. Awesome. Uh, so let's move on. Uh, we're going to, we're going to put a pin in this and please, if you have questions about cube, put them in chat. Blake is going to go ahead and gather those. He's continuing to watch chat. Uh, let's talk about historic. So uh, there are a lot of fans of historic in chat. Thank you very much. for. Being I don't here. think anybody wants to talk about. Historic. I don't think anybody wants to. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk I think about they want us to not for a little bit longer. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, broadly about historic. So historic is, of <laughs> course, for people that don't know, uh, you know, it is the one format that is unique to Magic the Gathering Arena. It's only available on Arena. You can only play it on Arena, and it features a lot of older cards uh, from a lot of different formats that are introduced uh, gradually. And uh, what is talk a little bit broadly about historic as a format and sort of the Arena team's goals behind it. So as you said, Historic is the arena-only format. It is 
kind of our native non-rotating format. It is every card from Arena. So it's really, in a way, our version of Legacy. Obviously, we are many, many years away from the number of cards and the depth of play that Paper Legacy has, but we are working our way there. We have done historic anthology cards, as you mentioned, that really expand some of the possibilities, and there will be a lot more additional cards coming to it. This year alone, you know, we're going to be talking about Historic Anthology 3, but we're also going to be adding all the cards from Jumpstart in July. That's 300 new cards going straight to Historic. We'll have other remastered sets coming uh, later down the line as part of our Pioneer push. Pioneer is definitely something that we will be getting, but Historic is bigger than that. There's plenty of cards from the anthologies and from Jumpstart that are not going to be Pioneer legal, but will be part of Historic. It is our format that we kind of get to sculpt and make it look like something that we think is really cool. So uh, Historic Anthology, you mentioned that. That's uh, one of the methods that uh, Arena has used to get more cards into the Historic format in a more purposeful way. Uh, had two installments so far, a lot of new different cards uh, to shake up play. How does the team go about selecting what's going to be in these historic anthology products? What's what's the process there? It is not totally dissimilar from you know building a cube. A lot of the first things that we look at are just like what are some cool cards that we would like to include that we think are really interesting. Once we've got a big list, we start narrowing that that down. We consult with the paper side of things. We talk with. Uh, the people upstairs about like, okay, well, what do you think this would do in the format? Is this going to be problematic in terms of power level? Uh, we know that players are pretty sensitive to how much do we disrupt things by forcing people to play with the cards that we put in versus making them a possibility. In Historic Anthology 1, for instance, we included Soul Warden and Sarah Ascended. These are cards that really filled out this life gain thematic deck that wouldn't really have existed otherwise. This created a, a new possibility, and it's a good deck. It's not the only deck going around by any means, but it is something new that wouldn't necessarily have happened otherwise. Treasure Hunt from Historic Anthology 1 is another sweet card that people really enjoy. The people who are into Treasure Hunt decks are near and dear to my heart, certainly. So once we've figured out what some of those cards that we like are, we do play test them internally. We put some time into them. Several cards have not made the cut because we think they're, you know, it's it's a bit much. It's too disruptive. It's not right for right now. But once uh, the cards get out in the wild, the players will really show us what's going on. Well, speaking of getting cards out in the wild, I think we've uh, we've had people wait long enough to see some some new stuff that's coming down the line. We're going to uh, show cards. We're going to show some cards. Uh, Historic what? Anthology Three is coming. Not only is it coming, it's coming quickly, and we'll tell you when very very soon. But first, let's get to some some of the cards that are coming. Here's an old oldie but a goodie that some people might recognize. Sean, why don't you go ahead and put up that graphic? That's right. It's Phyrexian oh. Obliterator coming to there the store. There he is. Phyrexian <laughs> Obliterator. Andy, let's talk about Phyrexian Obliterator. Oh my God, what? What's going on? What I mean, it's coming. It's coming to historic. This card's insane. So, uh, Phyrexian Obliterator is a card that has come up a lot in our discussions, both internally and out in the wild. When people talk about what cards would you want to see, and it really serves a deck that is not super prevalent in historic right now. There's not a strong mono black pillar uh, that 
is really making a lot of waves. And one way to try to strengthen a pillar like that is to give them something that is just for them. This card is, I have some memories about this card. I think a lot of other people do too. And I'm excited to see whether it can make a big splash in what we've got going on. Well, uh, and you can see on the on the graphic that Sean just, uh, just I think he actually just took it off. Uh, but there are two versions of that card. There's the uh, regular arena version, and then there's the uh, the card style that is the extended art as well. Uh, Fire Axe Obliterator going to be in Historic Anthology three, but we're not stopping with just one card today. We have one more for you, uh, and I think I'm just going to let it speak for itself. Sean, put up that graphic. Put up that graphic. Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger, originally showed up in Battle for Zendikar. It's coming to Historic Anthology, coming to Historic. Hey, Andy, this card's ridiculous. Uh, I have I have memories of this card, some good, some bad, depending on which side of the table I was on. Uh, what This card, talk to me about it. What's going on? So this is a card that's actually been creeping around in Arena for a little while already. It was already part of our Momir pool. So if you were playing Momir and you got up to 10 mana, you could generate Ulamog. But now you're going to actually be able to put it into decks. Uh, Ulamog is obviously a huge, huge impact card if you can make the mana for it. There are ramp decks that already exist in Arena, but this is the really dedicated card for if you don't want to hedge on like, oh, well, maybe I'll end up making a medium-sized crisis. Nope, nope. We're going straight to the top. This card is actually also part of Pioneer format, obviously. So this gets us one step closer there. We're always happy to help out in making that a little bit closer to reality. But I am super excited to see how people use Lamog in Historic. Now, the, this, we've shown two cards. How many cards are going to be in Historic Anthology 3, Andy? The full anthology is 27 cards. That's uh, two more than last time. We, we had a couple extras that we just really wanted to get in there at the end. So this card, this is 27 cards. It is the same price as Historic Anthology 2. So that is 4,000 gems or 25,000 gold. And that will get you four copies of every card from the anthology so that you can play with whatever you want to play with from it immediately. So uh, we have one more graphic that'll tell you when you can get Historic Anthology uh, 3. Sean, put up that graphic. Historic Anthology 3, <laughs> Historic yeah, anthology three coming to <laughs> Magic the Gathering Arena May 21st. Uh, and there are 25 other cards that you guys haven't seen yet, but we want to do something a little special with Historic Anthology this time around, and we wanted to give it its own preview season. So it's only 25 cards left, but you're going to be able to see every single card in a very special preview day on May 8th. May so, uh, 8th. May 8th is Historic Anthology 3 preview day. You'll be able to see them uh, across a bunch of different channels, influencers, press, uh, the Magic the Gathering Arena, Twitter, etc. So you'll get to uh, in, have that hype for preview season that we normally have for regular sets. We're really excited about it. Uh, there will be a list of where to find those previews on Daily MTG next week. Yes. So, you, so you'll be able to uh, Tuesday, check that out. Tuesday. Tuesday on May, yeah, uh, that, May that's 5th. May, May 5th. So May, May 5th. I'm good at <laughs> dates and math. Um, so that's... Uh, that's Historic Anthology 3. We're really excited about it. We're excited to uh, have you get to see these cards and start brewing with them immediately. But, uh, you know, Andy, I know that you, uh, we talked a lot about the features that we're bringing to Historic, especially with Historic Anthology 3, Phyrexian Obliterator, Ulamog, The Ceaseless Hunger. What other Historic-related features are coming up in the next game update that you can talk about? 
So the May update has Historic Anthology 3. That's the beginning of our historic focus. Obviously, the ranked queues will be coming back on. But as we proceed through the rest of the year, we are going to have a lot more historic content coming up. Jumpstart, Amonkhet Remastered, Pioneer Masters. And the way that we've been rotating historic and standard doesn't really make sense for the content that we're going to be putting out for the rest of the year. So that ranked queue, after it comes on in the May update, it's just staying on. It's here for, for good. You heard it here first. The, uh, the ranked queue is coming back. It's staying on all the time. So you guys will have permanent historic queues uh, always on. Enjoy it. And uh, that'll be coming up with the May update coming down the line. Oh, so, hey, uh, chat likes that. Yeah. <laughs> it just exploded. <laughs> glad you got, glad we were able to tell you guys that. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Like we said, we, we told you it would pay with off. Us that we made that decision when Sean's computer came down. We were like, Andy, we got to give them something. Yeah, we got We have they to. They want historic on all the time. Can you just... And he was like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, he didn't he check with anybody. Broke the glass. Like, I picked yeah. up the red phone. We made yep. it happen. <laughs> we made it happen. <laughs> Everyone say thank you, Andy. Yeah. So uh, we're, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see what people do with these cards. I'm excited for people to see the cards next week. So uh, you'll be able to see a lot more about all the things that we talked about here today uh, in State of the Game for Magic the Gathering Arena when it hits on Blake. When does State of the Game hit? I believe it's May 19th, Tuesday, May, May 19th. 19th is going to be the state of the game, correct? That's right. So you'll be able to see more details on Cube Draft, more details on the events, more details on Historic, and you'll know all the cards for Historic Anthology on May 8th. Yep. So 27 cards. You've seen two of them. Sean, let's put up uh, let's put up those cards again, starting with the uh, the first preview card. Hopefully, there we go. So we got uh, this uh, this four black Pip Boy. Uh, it's it's a Phyrexian Obliterator, and of course, the second preview card we had today was Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger, and both of those are available in uh, in regular card and in uh, showcase, uh, sorry, card style with full extended art bleed. So uh, yeah, I'm sure we're going to keep people guessing. I hope that you guys are really, really excited to see the rest of Historic Anthology 3. I know I'm excited for you to see it. Um, Blake, do we have any questions? We're, we're now in the question answer we, portion we of the- We do. Um, so, so Andy, I'm gonna preface some of these by saying I'm, I'm asking pretty much any question that is respectful, that does not mean you have to answer them, okay? If you, if you wanna say, hey, can't answer that, please, please say that. Please don't say things that you're not supposed to say just because I asked. In this case, Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger says destroy two target streams. I don't know what the other stream was, but apparently one of them was ours. Or it was our stream twice. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Yeah. One preemptively before it got revealed. Uh, we are still going to answer your questions. Thank you for putting your questions yeah. in the chat. It actually um, gave me time to write down a bunch of questions. So that's oh good. That's good. Um, okay. Uh, just in case we our stream dies again, let's just jump right into these questions. Um, so back up to the um, events we started talking about, Andy. I'm taking a question from way back in the stream. Uh, Mountains of Mana, is Lavinia going to be banned? Yes. Okay. We try to knock out cards that really go against the spirit of these kind of specialty events. So mm -hmm. things that just make it so you can't even use it. No, definitely not. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Is there going to be an Ikoria Omniscient Strat? There will not be an 
omniscience draft of Ikoria cards, at least not while Ikoria is the front list set. If you want to draft Ikoria, you can still draft normal Ikoria, but I would say keep your eyes open for it once we've rotated to other sets. Okay. Um, any chance of a more permanent historic brawl queue? This is something that we keep our eyes on a lot. We don't have anything to announce at this time, but it's something that we're definitely aware of that there's a lot of big fans playing the game. Okay. Um, Amonkhet Remastered, question mark. It is coming. Uh, We've said that. <laughs> Amonkhet Remastered, exclamation point. It's okay. going to be coming <laughs> in the summer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> coming in the summer. Nice. Um, does multiplayer have a future on Arena? That is more on the tech side than I can speak to. I know that conversations happen about it with some frequency. Okay. Um, so, and I, I think... I just want to reiterate because I've seen this question a few times. When do all these historic changes happen? Historic Anthology 3, the queue turning on, that sort of stuff. That is with our May game update, which is May 21st. Okay. Is that right? That is yeah. right. Okay. You did it. Good job. <laughs> nice, nice work. Um, are you going to be able to earn daily quests in historic queues? The historic rank queue supports all of our various earn modes. So yes, the answer is yes. So yes, um, I, I'm I'm really nervous about asking this question, but I've seen it a couple of times. It may be from the same player, mostly because I don't understand these words, Andy. So I apologize. This may be an arena thing that I just haven't hasn't crossed my desk. Any news on the Play Blade rework? I do not have news on that. That is, uh, the Play Blade is how you find the various game modes that you want to play in arena and we want to kind of rehaul it make it a little bit easier to navigate but i do not have any news on that right now okay um i've seen a couple questions are there going to be uh, you don't have to say if there are going to now well, i kind of undercut the question i suppose <laughs> how about this do you here's a good version of it from uh booze shoes do you plan to keep suspending unsuspending cards in historic to make it feel fresh uh since you have the capability in a digital only format we definitely intend to keep doing that as a matter of course. I do not have any announcements for this patch to make, but it is absolutely still a tool in our toolbox. We keep an eye on the format every day. There's right now a lot of different decks scrapping around at the top of Historic, so we'll kind of see how it plays out. Yeah, stupid gruel. Um, <laughs> I, I actually be gruel a fair amount, but anyway, moving on. Um, do Phyrexian Obliterator and Ulamog have Mythic Rare enters the battlefield animations? We don't have special animations for these guys. Our, our team is hard at work just keeping up with all of the normal sets that we put out. So not to... Yeah, so, so for people that do play Historic and have taken a look at the previous uh, Historic Anthology anime, I'm pretty sure that there are not any animations for any Historic Anthology cards. Is that right, Andy? That's accurate. Yeah. Um, I see a couple questions about companions. That's not really Andy's area. Um, so we're not going to ask those. Um, OK, I, I don't know. How do we feel about hints about historic cards? Answer this question if you want or not, Andy. Up to you. Um, any, where to go? Any good disruption in historic anthology three? Now I'm thinking, because. Yeah, I'm thinking through the list. Depends on your definition of disruption. Yeah, I, I might have to no comment this, just because I don't feel like I can. You can you can no comment it. Yeah, you'll you'll find out on May eighth. 
yes. we'll find out I'm made. Uh, boy. Uh, oh, here's a, here's a good question because I'm I was wondering it myself. Uh, is there any discussion of banning uh, Dranith Magistrate from Brawl? So yes, that is happening. Oh, that's happening. Discussion is happening. Yeah. Or, discussion. Or okay, discussion yeah. is yeah. happening. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, we were yeah. a little slow out of the gate on that one, but yes, it is happening. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Lots of great questions, chat. Um, let's see. Any word on a possible Ashiok avatar? I do not have any news on that. You can oh. get that sweet Tamio avatar, though, through uh, the the promo booster packs that you can get from FNM at home by partnering with a local game store, though. So uh, mm. maybe, maybe, maybe someday we'll have we'll have a new avatar put in there. That'd be cool. Like yeah, that. yeah. All right, let's see. Um, do 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 do. I'm trying to keep these to Andy's area of expertise. Um, well, how about this? Will there be human drafts for other standard legal sets? So they were just introduced with the Coria. Will we do them with other sets that have Absolutely. already come out? Oh. I don't know what our schedule is like for backlisted sets. Okay. Obviously, every time a new set comes out, you know, when M21 comes out or, or whatnot, we will have player drafts in Premier Draft, in Quick Draft, just the same as, or uh, not Quick Draft, in Traditional Draft, uh, the same as we do right now for Aquaria. I don't know what our plans are for backlisted sets. Okay. Um, Okay, I'm going to ask this question, though. It might be too far out for you to answer, Andy. So, But I'll, uh, it's a good question. Uh, with Pioneer Masters coming out later this year, will it be differentiated from his... Uh, it's jumping. Will it be differentiated from historic in the... Oh, my God. In the fact that it has cards that are not in Pioneer. If so, what then happens to historic? So basically, what happens to historic once Arena catches up to Pioneer? Uh, it's both around. formats will exist. You know, Great. even right now, there's cards in Historic that will not be legal in Pioneer once it eventually comes to Arena. Mm -hmm. We will carry both formats. You know, they will both be available and have different metas going on, different players probably dedicated to each one. But yeah, they'll both be there. Okay. Um, that is, I don't think that's really Andy's area. Are there any new keywords on cards that will come to Historic Anthology three? You so th there would be there would be no see, yeah there would be no new keywords because they're yeah. all cards that exist all reprints, in Magic, yeah. uh, just not on Arena yet. Yeah, if you're so asking that, if there's if there are new, keywords that do keywords. not exist yet, that's in that's my PR way out of that question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you uh, can yell at me later, Twitter. I, I would just be ready to check things out on May eighth. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see every single card on May eighth. It's uh, it's only about a week, chat. Yep. So you'll get to see every single card on May eighth. Uh, what is the goal for the pace of? Um, I th they said historic remaster, but I think historic, historic anthology. anthology. Yeah. yeah. Is there any goal on pace? So we like to do one historic content drop during each set cycle. So right now we're during the Aquaria set. We're doing historic anthology three. For the rest of this year, those drops, those content drops are taken up by Jumpstart, by Amonkhet Remastered, and by Pioneer Masters. Mm -hmm. So the next anthology is probably not going to be for a little while. Okay. 
All right. What else we got, Blake? Anything else? Oh man, there's so many questions. I'm I'm trying to keep up with it. Uh, what will be the entry fee for Cube Draft? We do not have that to announce yet. Okay. You will you will find out with the state of the game on May 19th. Yep. Uh, any more plans for avatars released in the normal shop instead of just mastery passes? I do not know actually. Okay. That's okay. You don't have all the jobs. You can't know all <laughs> the things. Um, here, um, see if you you may or may not want to answer this question, but it's a, it's oh, okay. a good question again. I'm just yeah. going to keep preempting every sure, question. I love, I love good questions. Uh, any examples of cards that were cut from Historic Anthology 1, 2, or 3? I yeah, mean, I the, answer, can... the answer is probably. Yeah, there's a good <laughs> But like, also those cards might come to Historic at some point, so we probably don't really want to talk about them just in case they do, right? Uh, I mean, they can be cut now, but still make the cut later. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, right? <laughs> so. it, yeah. It, so this is not to say that this card or a card like it will never come to historic, certainly. But a card that we considered and did not do this time was Wildfire. The big red love spell deals a bunch yeah, of damage, you would. sacrifice a bunch you, of lands. You would love Wildfire, Blake. That's I like, just put like it in the, a commander deck. It's like the blakiest yeah. red card. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, we looked at it. It's very disruptive in a lot of ways, uh, and we decided it wasn't really the time for it. Yeah, that's fair. I just jammed it in a commander deck because uh, it makes you sacrifice four lands, which goes really well with Corvold, and I was just you know, was a thing. Oh, I remember, I have fond memories of playing Wildfire in Powered Cube back when that card was uh, in cubes. That, so gross, so disgusting. Um, what else we got, Blake? Anything else in chat? Um, there are, there are, so there are a bunch of good questions that I just know for a fact are not Andy's area of expertise. So I appreciate the questions, um, but they're not, um, they're not really his area. So I don't want to throw that on him. And uh, the, the answer to all, like, will this card be in historic anthology is, is tune in May 8th. Maybe. May 8th, May 8th. May 8th, May 8th on 8th. the internet. May 8th. And we'll let you know where all those previews are going to come from. Um, Theo 25k any plans to bring chill to historic probably not that's there was a time and if and if you come in with arena but there was a time when um uh, cards that were against their enemy color were just just brutal basically like you play them and you win the game and chill was one of those so i'm not going to speak for andy but i'm going to kind of speak for andy <laughs> chill is probably not coming to historic and you're fine and it, yeah <laughs> Oh uh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, will we ever get a skip animations option on Arena? I don't think that's your area. Uh, I'm trying to find. Um, will Arena make cues for, uh, and events for Gladiator? Um, so, Gladiator, I, Andy, do you know what Gladiator is? I think I just saw something about it today. Yeah, it's so it is it is a fan created format uh, that I only looked at it quickly, but it reads to me like Arena's version of Canadian Highlander, um, mm -hmm. but with a ban list. And I think the ban list is just Oko at this point. Um, so the it is a fan created format. So no obviously cues or events on arena right now but you know 
sometimes these things become real boys. That's how we got Commander. Um, Absolutely. Uh, if a new kind of format catches fire in the the player base, you know, we're always interested in what people want to be playing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I will certainly keep my eyes open. All right. All right. Um, well, I want to do a quick recap before yeah, we... Yeah, why don't uh, we do that? Because yeah. uh, I think we're running out of questions that are in Andy's area. Yeah, and a lot of the... I'm sure I'm sure at this point there are a lot of uh, the same questions being asked. There, there are great questions. Yeah. Um, By the way, yeah, they are great questions, 100%. Yeah. Uh, well done, you guys. So let's recap. Uh, events coming to Arena. We've got... Uh, we can maybe put the graphics back up. we got Mountains of Mana coming up on May 9th through May 11th. We have Battle Royale coming May 16 through May 18, and Clever Reflections coming May 22nd through May 25th. So those three events will all be available to play on Magic Gathering Arena for Ikoria's event season. Uh, Cube Draft, Player Draft coming down the line for MTG Arena. It'll be a new cube, different from the cube that you saw for Cube Sealed, and uh, there'll be some tweaks. You'll get to see some new Ikoria cards. And then, of course, we've got historic news. Uh, first of all, we've got Historic Anthology 3 coming May 21. We'll be able to get that from uh, 27 new cards, two of which we showed on stream today, Phyrexian Obliterator and Ulamog the Ceaseless Hunger. Both cards going to be in that Historic Anthology Ulamog. package. Ulamog, which literally an, filled our I'm stream. Gonna, I'm going to die to Ulamog so many times. <laughs> the, uh, the full preview day for Historic Anthology 3 will be Friday, May 8th. You'll be able to see a full list of where you can find those previews on Tuesday, May 5th on Daily MTG. And of course, Andy was nice enough to reveal the day that there will be an always-on Historic Ranked queue starting with the May update. So you'll we be did able it, to, chat. You'll be able to play Historic to your heart's content whenever you want on that always-on Historic Ranked queue enjoy it uh and that is what we've got today uh andy thanks so much for being here to talk historic talk events uh we're definitely gonna have you yeah. back on the show it was a lot of fun thanks for having me it was great Absolutely. and blake what do we got coming up next week next week we've got baron ben from the esports team uh obviously the disruptions with COVID 19 have had a big impact on our uh our professional level events and they're going to come and talk about some of the stuff that they've been working on it won't be they won't be announcing anything but they will be talking about what they're working towards we're looking at a, a kind of mid-may announcement for official stuff but they want to we want to see their smiling faces and also hear what they've been working on so that they can let us know what direction uh professional magic is moving in in a world with COVID-19 so until then thank you so much for joining us here on weekly MTG thanks Andy thanks chat love the questions thank you so much and uh we'll see you next week bye everyone